0: Love Talk Radio Mommy I hear the baby Crying Help me Are the words she So you.
1: back to another edition of Prayer International Radio just taking some time to worship the Lord and we're going to pray Father in the name of Jesus Lord we just give you praise Lord we thank you You're the lamb that was slain. You're the lamb that was sacrificed for our salvation.
2: Lord, we thank you for that salvation that was freely given to us. Lord, we give you praise. Father, we ask, Lord God, your kingdom come and your will be done. Father, that you would be glorified tonight. Father, just open up the hearts, open up the minds, open up the eyes. Open up the ears of every man, every woman, every person listening tonight. Father, we ask, Lord God, in Jesus' name, Lord, for your blessing upon every person, Lord, that you would touch them in their bodies, bring healing and
1: strength. In their weakness, they would be strengthened. Father, we pray for miracles. Father, we pray for those that need your touch in their emotions and their minds in their emotions, wrestling with the enemy, wrestling with the lies, wrestling with their identity, wrestling with shame, curses, words that have been spoken over them, that people have put onto them.
2: Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you speak peace. Father, we thank
1: you, Lord God, that you speak Blessing, Father we thank you Lord God that you speak freedom and liberty
2: Father right now we just speak that Lord God your peace and your liberty your joy
1: your transformation Father over those that need a touch from your Holy Spirit Father we pray Lord God the reality of Christ Lord just be burned in their hearts Lord Press upon them. Seal it in their hearts. The love of the Father. Thank you that you love us, Lord, as messed up as we can be. As messed up as we can get. Still love us. Father, your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, welcome to another edition of Prayer International Radio. If you need to reach us on the
2: email, it's prayerinternational@gmail.com, at or you can go to our website at www.prayerinternational.org. Check out the different pages. We've got a chat room. We've got some prayer request uh, pages. You can always call in, 619-638-8458.
1: And so, you know, Jesus is talking about prayer.
2: It's funny, as I was reading the sixth chapter of Matthew tonight, it was talking about
1: when you pray, say, we, we get the Lord's Prayer from the, well, partially
2: from the sixth chapter of Matthew. It's also listed in a few other chapters
1: in the Gospel of John and Luke. Jesus, when he talked about prayer,
2: made a lot of references to petitioning the Father,
1: asking the Father, going to the Father, speaking to the Father. And it was always about addressing the Father. It was always in the context of relationship. Always in the context of an intimate or a closeness or close knit one on one face to face encounter or relationship. When I read the writings of David, he always talks about relationships. Always talking about these encounters. Always talking to God on an emotional level. It's not surface. It's not formulated or mechanical, but it's personal. So let's look at what Jesus says, and then we'll get into a couple things, but.
2: Interestingly enough, in the sixth chapter of Matthew, he first talks about giving, talks about almsgiving, and then he goes right in from almsgiving, which in turn he talks about doing things secretly, doing things in private, doing things between you and the Father,
1: and not always making an open show of your devotion to God. And then he begins to talk about prayer in the fifth verse
2: and into the sixth verse. And he says this in the fifth verse, he says, When you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say to
1: you, they have their reward. This is something the Lord's dealt with me a lot about
2: over the years is that we have to have a relationship with him in order to express our relationship outwardly. We have to have a relationship inwardly.
1: These guys were just professing, performing, performing. yet they had
2: no understanding of who Christ was. They had no understanding of who the Spirit of God was, who the Father was. They were just going through the motions of religion. It lacked no interpersonal communication or encounter with God himself. And so Jesus says, look, don't act like these guys. They don't have any relationship." They're they're
1: going through a formality. There's no substance there. He says, But look, when you pray, enter into your closet. Some versions say enter into a secret place Enter into a quiet place and shut the door. And when you have shut the door, pray to the Father which is in secret, and your
2: Father which sees you in secret shall reward you openly. And see, the deal is, is see, character is not performance-based. Character is who are you and, and what do you do? How do you act? This is something the Lord deals with me regularly on because I've got to keep
1: myself in check constantly we all do but is your walk with god that
2: you portray outwardly is it just as personal just
1: as intimate just as close secretly no one's looking You still have a relationship with God
2: when no one's looking. Are you still doing what you do to want to please the Father? And Jesus says, "The
1: Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward you openly."
2: So there's many people that do what they do because they want to get somebody's approval. For somebody to notice them. For somebody to say, Good job. Or I'm so proud of you. Or, wow, you really just knocked the ball right out of the park. Hit the nail on the head. And they get the praise of men. And they get the honor of men. And they get the glory of men.
1: God says, Look, they've got their reward. The Father says, Look, are you doing and saying and being and acting, doing what you're doing to please me? And they get my praise, says the Lord. To, to get
2: God. Do you know that God, in the book of Zephaniah, the Bible says, The Lord rejoices over you with singing. Do you know that God, as a Father, as a loving Father, and if Anybody that's got any kind of re- relationship or family or nieces or nephews or children, when they do good, even even we can even break it down for those of you that don't have, even if you have a pet, all right, and your pet does good or your family does good or your child does good or your friend does good or somebody does good, you what do you do? You praise them. And see, God, as a loving father, when his children do good and they do what
1: pleases him, what does he do? He praises them. He praises them. And God says, look, if you do what you do to to please people, you'll, you'll
2: get your reward now. You'll get your reward from man. But if you'll do what you do in secret to please me, if you'll be more concerned about what, what's going on between me and you, and maybe what's even what's going on in your life, or what's going on in your heart, or what's going on in your process, so that what's going on in your life brings glory, what's going on in my life, in our lives,
1: brings glory and honor and praise to the Father. Brings glory and honor and praise to God. But Jesus says, Look,
2: don't be as the hypocrites that are more concerned about the praise of men, but be concerned about what God is looking at and watching and seeing you do
1: or say or act or think in secret. Jesus said, This is what's important. What it says. You know, I just flipped it over
2: tonight, and that's what kind of jumped out and slapped me right in the face. Are we living to please people? Or are we living to please the
1: Lord? We all have to put ourselves in check. He says, But when you pray, verse 7 of chapter 6 in the book of Matthew,
2: when you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not therefore like unto them. God is not impressed with theological, eloquated,
1: sermon-type prayers. Now he does honor his word. And he does want us to stand on his word and declare his word over our situation. But at the same point, sometimes our prayers can lack
2: relationship and lack the intimacy and take on a form or a formula
1: or a pattern Still never bring us into those moments where our hearts are
2: are broken before the Lord. Still never bring us into those moments where we encounter His presence and we just feign repetition. Some of us that grew up in certain denominations where liturgical prayers were prayed, where they were scripted, formulated prayers already written out for us, We can get into that form of just our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, and will be done. And not that there's anything wrong with praying that prayer, but you can get to a point where you can memorize it and not even think about what you're praying and what you're saying when you're saying it or praying it. And not make any connection with God because you get in such a habit or pattern of saying and doing and praying the same things. And it becomes a vain repetition. Why? Because it doesn't bring you into the heart of God. It doesn't bring God's heart into your heart. It doesn't bring God's way of thinking into your way of thinking.
1: It's just vain repetition, Like a robot. And Jesus said, look, I I, I don't want this. Don't don't do it. Get away from this, this kind of thing. Now, am I saying there's anything wrong with patterns? No. Patterns and principles that God
2: gives us in his word are good. But it's when we make such a letter and such a law out of something
1: and take the life right out of it, God says, no, this is bad. Paul said it this way, the letter kills, but the spirit gives life.
2: Jesus said, look, you search the scriptures because you think and then they have life, but it's me that you're looking for.
1: What am I saying? Look, if you're praying and all you're meditating and all
2: you're chanting, And all your mantras and all your whatever you do, all your spirituality, whether it be in a non-Christian church or even nowadays in a Christian church where quote unquote, where everybody goes through their form and everybody goes through their deal. Everybody has their way of being and acting and appearing spiritual. most of it, is it to really bring them into a place where they're getting in touch with God or is it really just to make a show or to gain the attention of people or the approval of people or is it really to bring them into a place of God's will and the purposes of God or is it really just to feed their ego or Give them a feel-good buzz to get their mind off their problems it becomes nothing more than a habit or a drug or a thing that they do rather than using it to bridge them to God and the things that God's calling them to do. But Jesus continues. He says, "Look." Don't be liked him for your father knows what you have need of before you ask. He says, look, pray this way. When you pray, say this. Say, our father, there's that, that father, the relationship, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. He says, look, when you're going to pray, don't, don't be concerned about all your stuff. Don't worry about asking for all this stuff.
1: Because your Father knows what you have need of before you ask. But be concerned about His kingdom. Be concerned about kingdom things. Be concerned about the Father.
2: What does it say? Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in
1: heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. He de- he doesn't stay there and focus on it. He
2: says, Lord, take care of us every day, but Lord, your kingdom come and your will be done just like it is in heaven. We want to see it happen in the earth.
1: He says, forgive
2: us our debts as we forgive
1: our debtors. Why? Why? Do you know Why? Listen to this. For I say to you that
2: except your righteousness, this is Matthew 5.20, exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard it with saying you shall not kill. Whosoever kills shall be in danger of judgment. But I say to you, if you're angry with your brother without a cause, you shall be in danger of judgment. And whatsoever you shall say to that brother, Raka, shall be in danger of counsel. And that's the same thing as saying, you fool. You shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, bring your gift to the altar and remember that your brother has aught against you. Leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come off your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly, while you are in the way with him, lest at any time your adversary deliver you to the judge, and the judge deliver you to the officer, and they cast you into prison. Verily I say to you, you shall by no means come out thence till you have paid the uttermost farthing. What is he saying? You can't be angry. You can't have unforgiveness in your heart and then come before God. He says, Look, go go deal with that situation first. Go make that right. We're all learning how to make
1: things right with people so that we can be right with God. He says, Forgive us our debts
2: as we forgive our debtors. Why? Listen to this. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will forgive you. Verse 14 to 15 says, this is chapter 6, If you get forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Heavenly
1: Father forgive you of your trespasses. So what's that about? What's he saying here? He's saying, look, your relationship
2: with people is on the same kind of level as your relationship with God. What did Jesus say? When you do it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. When you touch my anointed, you touch me. When you touch my prophets, you're touching me. When you touch these little ones, you're touching me. What's he saying? Look, your relationship and how you treat people how you react to people, and how you respond to people. It's important
1: to God. What does it say? You reap what you sow? What is it? What does he say? The golden rule, Luke
2: 6.31, and this one's Matthew 7.12. Listen, therefore, what's, Whatever you would do to men you do to you, do you
1: even to them. For this is the law and the prophets. And I got a better one. Whatever you want God to do to you, do to others. Even in Mark 11, verse
2: 25, Jesus talks about the necessity. The necessity of forgiveness. He says, when you stand praying, if you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. But if you forgive not, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you your trespasses. This is when he cleaned the temple, and he said, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you turned it into a den of thieves. When he walked into the temple, he even told the religious people, look, hey, guys,
1: you need to walk in
2: forgiveness.
1: When he talked to the disciples, he talked to him about forgiveness. But prayer is asking, asking our Father. It's
2: reaching out. It's humbling ourselves. Jesus said,
1: the meek shall inherit the earth. And that five five. He says, look, if you're humble, and of course he was quoting David in Psalm 36. It says, the meek shall inherit the earth. You know, the majority of
2: what Jesus spoke was actually Old Testament. Why is that? Because he said, I didn't come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill it. And Jesus built his life on the foundation of the word of God. And he
1: encouraged his disciples and the people that came after them to do the same. And you can't have the person and not work the principle and expect kingdom results. If you live in the kingdom, you better do what pleases the king, or you, what, get thrown out of the kingdom. Is there grace and mercy? Sure. But there's also consequence and circumstance. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice.
2: You know, Isaiah tells us, if we'd be willing and obedient,
1: we shall eat the good of the land. And God's got an inheritance for each and every one of us. For everybody is, of course, that would include him and include eternity. For those that are his children, that would include living in heaven, living with him.
2: But it's bigger than that because there are things even here on this earth that God has laid up in store for us, things to do, people to connect with, places to go, places to see, people
1: to talk to blessings and rewards that come along with that. And unless we're really asking and seeking and knocking, how are we going to
2: know which doors of opportunity to walk through? How are we going to know when the answers are coming because we're asking? When we begin to find things, the Bible says, God says, Behold, I do a new thing. It shall spring forth. Will you perceive it? Will you know it? Will you understand it when it comes?
1: And we can be seeking and looking for God, but unless we stay in tune,
2: unless we stay focused, sensitive to the things of God, how are we going to recognize God when he shows up? How are we going to recognize God, when it's a God thing, unless we're in
1: alignment with God, with God's will, with God's kingdom, with God's plan, with God's heart. So let's pray. Father, we just give you praise. Lord, we thank you for your heart. Lord, we thank you for your word.
2: We thank you that you want us to seek you, ask and seek and not. But Father, you say come like a child, come with childlike faith, come like a child would come to their father. So Lord, we come, Lord, boldly before the throne of grace, we thank you
1: for your blood. Lord, we thank you for your love. I pray, Father, you'd reveal yourself as a loving Heavenly Father to everybody listening tonight.
2: Father, that you would touch them, Lord God. You'd work in them, Father, that that love of God, you said, is put in our hearts by your Holy Spirit. That you would begin to release your love, release your forgiveness, release your mercy and your grace into the hearts of your people. Father, let us not carry people
1: around in our hearts. Let us not cage them up in our hearts. But help us to release them so that we can be free. So that we can be at peace with you. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit.
2: We thank you that you're touching and changing lives. We thank you that you're drawing men and women to yourself. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for your peace in the Middle East. We pray, Father, for your prosperity, for your protection over the Israel life, Lord, over the Jewish people, over Jerusalem, over the army of Israel, Father. And we pray, Father, that you would just settle things and put the angels of God around them. Father, we pray for America, for a great awakening, another awakening. Wake us up as a nation and cause us to not sleep and be blinded to what you're doing and speaking
1: and saying. But bring change. Bring change in our hearts, Father. Bring change in our homes. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well,
2: if you need to send in prayer requests, send them into prayerinternational at gmail.com. You can also go to our website at
1: www.prayerinternational.org. Have a wonderful night and be blessed. Thank you.
0: and you